Hello, this is your host, Ree, and welcome to Women of Responsibility. Hello, ladies, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 1. I am so excited that you're here, and I am especially excited about today's girlfriend co-host, Tanya Parasol. I have known Tanya for just about 10 years, and let me tell you, she is the first woman I met that homeschooled, and my very first impression of her was that she was youthful, beautiful, and passionate about homeschooling. I have admired and truly been inspired by her homeschooling journey ever since. Tanya has been homeschooling for 24 years and still has 10 years to go. Woo! Talk about amazing, right? But I also want you to know about her that she is an amazing woman of God and she seeks to honor him in understanding his word through the culture and experiencing it and learning the original language of the scriptures. Tanya has honored the Lord in service to her family and friends. So let's go say hello to our season two, episode one, girlfriend co-host, Tanya Parasol. Hey, Tanya, how are you today? I am well, thank you. And yourself? I am fabulous. Thanks for asking, Tanya. Can you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, I've been married for 25 years this year, have five kids, four grandbabies with one on the way. So I count her as as five grandbabies altogether. They call me Amma. So I love being Amma. Uh, they're just so fun and adorable and precious. Tanya, it's pretty safe to say that your profession and ministry is homeschool, right? Yeah, I've been homeschooling for, this is my 24th year, and uh, we still have 10 years to go. Tell us more. I love the Hebraic roots of our faith. Something that, that God just drew me in starting back in the 90s and just kind of shaped my walk with the Lord. Um, had a lifelong dream to go to Israel that uh, God fulfilled for us uh, this past October. And uh, my husband and I were able to spend three weeks in the Holy Land seeing all the amazing places, you know, where Jesus walked, where the kings of Israel were anointed, where Paul, you know, almost had King Agrippa believe and become a Christian, Um, you know, in Ephesus, where walking on the the actual paving stones or on the steps where Jesus would have taught at the, on the temple Mount. And um, I mean, it was just, it was, it was unbelievable. And the the Bible just, uh, just comes alive before your eyes. And, and it, and it's just all so real. I mean, it's incredibly faith building. Just thinking about that. I know the curriculum that you use with your kids and yeah, like I remember seeing your pictures on Facebook. I know your um, love for all the biblical feasts and celebrations. And so I was excited for you and (laughs) I'm excited right now just listening to you talk about it. And I definitely want to have that experience as well. Probably sounds like an experience that all believers need to have just to really grab a hold of and really truly experience the scriptures taste and see that the lord is good you can see you can see with your own eyes (laughs) amazing beautiful thank you for sharing all of that that's yeah great plug for israel for sure
Okay, so now it is time for our fun fast five questions. These questions are designed to help our girlfriends listening get to know you on a more intimate level. Now, this season, we're doing it a little different. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I, knew the, I knew the questions from last season. So, but this time, um, I have uh, 30 questions oh. in front of me. I'm going to let you pick five. I'm going to let you oh. pick five numbers between oh. one through 30. And so whatever oh you pick, I'll ask you the question off of that number. And um, you say whatever pops into your head. Um, and you can explain yourself, of course. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So are you ready? Yes. Okay. What, what's your first number? Three. Okay. What's your best quality? Uh, serving. Awesome. Okay. What's your next number? Seven. What was the last thing that you read digitally or in print? The book of James. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay, your next number? Uh, 15. Okay. What is something you want to learn or wish you were better at? I am learning Hebrew. And wow, that's so yeah, that's my goal um, to, to learn to be able to to speak in Hebrew the next time I go to Israel. Awesome. Okay, and the next number? Uh, 27. What is your most impressive skill? I, I would, yeah, probably say homeschooling. <laughs> yes, I was going to say that for you. I'm like, homeschooling, <laughs> duh. <laughs> You're a master. <laughs> okay, and then your last question number? Oh, let's stick with the seven, 17. Tell us your best joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't uh, um, I don't have jokes. I don't <laughs> Standard knock knock joke from when I was a kid. Knock knock. Who's there? I love. Who? <laughs> I love you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, we'll take it. Hey, girlfriends, have you heard? There's a new Women of Responsibility website. Head over there and subscribe to receive emailed updates on upcoming events and special offers. And while you're there, don't forget to purchase your official Woman of Responsibility tea that is now available only at womenofresponsibility.com. Proverbs 27:17 says, As iron sharpens iron, so one person sharpens another. Here at Women of Responsibility, we invite you to join our weekly conversation by simply liking and following us on Facebook and Instagram at Women of Responsibility. We want to hear your takeaway and thoughts from every week's episode and Bible reading. In addition, it's a great way to win coffee or tea on us in our weekly drawing. So come join the conversation. Hey ladies, welcome back. Now it's time to get into the word. Tanya's going to open us in prayer and then she'll be reading James chapters 1 and 2 from the WEB version. Father God, thank you for your word. Thank you for this book, the book of James. Thank you for re bless the work of her heart and her hands. Be glorified in this work of faith, Lord. Lord, lead us in your ways, teach us, draw us close, 
Lead us in your love, Lord. Baruch Hashem Adonai, Yeshua HaMashiach. Bless your name, Lord, Jesus the Messiah. Amen. The Book of James, Chapter 1 James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are in the dispersion, greetings. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you fall into various temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Let endurance have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith, without any doubting, for he who doubts is like the wave of the sea, driven by the wind and tossed. For that man shouldn't think that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. But let the brother in humble circumstances glory in his high position, and the rich in that he is made humble, because like the flower in the grass, he will pass away. For the sun arises with the scorching wind and withers the grass, and the flower in it falls, and the beauty of its appearance perishes. So the rich man will also fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord promised to those who love him. Let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted by God. For God can't be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own lust and enticed. Then the lust, when it has con conceived, bears sin. The sin, when it is full grown, produces death. Don't be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom can be no variation, no turning shadow. Of his own will he gave birth to us by the word of truth, that we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. So then, my beloved brothers, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to anger, for the anger of man doesn't produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, putting away all filthiness and overflowing of wickedness, receive with humility the implanted word, which is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word, and not only hearers, deluding your own selves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man looking at his natural face in the mirror. For he sees himself and goes away and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of freedom and continues, not being a hearer who only forgets, but a doer of the work, this man will be blessed in what he does. 
If anyone among you thinks himself to be religious while he doesn't bridle his tongue, but deceives his heart, this man's religion is worthless. Pure religion and undefiled before God and Father is this, to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. James chapter 2 My brothers, don't hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ of glory with partiality. For if a man with a gold ring and fine clothing comes into your synagogue, and a poor man in filthy clothing also comes in, and you pay special attention to him who wears the fine clothing and say, Sit here in a good place. And you tell the poor man, Stand there and sit by my footstool. Haven't you shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brothers. Didn't God choose those who are poor in this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Don't the rich oppress you and personally drag you before the courts? Don't they blaspheme the honorable name by which you are called? However, if you fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Leviticus 19.18 You do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin, being convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles in one point has become guilty of all. For he who said, Do not commit adultery in Exodus 20.14 and Deuteronomy 5.18, also said, Do not commit murder in Exodus 20.13 and Deuteronomy 5.17. Now, if you do not commit adultery but murder, you've become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so do, as men who are to be judged by the law of freedom. For judgment is without mercy to him who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What good is it, my brothers, if a man says he has faith but has no works? Can faith save him? And if a brother or sister is naked and in lack of daily food, and one of you tells them, Go in peace, be warm and filled, yet you didn't give him the things the body needs, what good is it? Even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead in itself. Yes, a man will say, You have faith, and I have works. Show me your faith without works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one? You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. But do you want to know, vain man, that faith apart from works is dead? Wasn't Abraham, our father, justified by works, in that he offered Isaac, his son, on the altar? You see that faith worked with his works, and by works, faith 
was perfected. So the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him as righteousness. Genesis fifteen six, And he was called the friend of God. You see then that by works a man is justified, and not only by faith. In the same way, wasn't Rahab the prostitute also justified by works, in that she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body apart from the spirit is dead, even so faith apart from works is dead. Thank you, Tanya, for reading for us today. You did a wonderful job. Now let's take some time to talk about the scriptures that resonated with you in James chapters one and two. I love the book of James. The first, right off the bat in, in chapter one, I just love the scripture, uh, count it all joy. The count it all joy when you fall into various temptations, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, letting endurance have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. You know, any of us that have, have walked with the Lord for a while, just just know that um, it's such good advice. It's such true truth that that trials and testings, um, if we lean into the into the Lord, if we if we lean into His Word, um, we can endure. Um, yeah. We can see that 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 God is with us, that He never left us, that He is who He says He is. He's our provider. He's our comfort. He's our strength. You know, we can see His hand. And that when we look back, uh, you know, on our life and, and the, the joy that that brings. So if we can, in the midst of it, count it joy and know that it's, 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 it's perfecting us. It's a, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's a beautiful thing. And it says, you know, you'll become perfect, complete, lacking nothing. That's what, you know, faith does in us. Yes. So. It, it's kind of like what you just said, um, the scripture that you quote, quoted about Israel taste and see that the Lord is good. And this is the way that we get to taste his goodness is when we walk through the trial and see his hand of protection and provision and faithfulness there in the midst of all of that. Right. Yes, exactly. Exactly. What are the other verses that stood out to you? Verse 14, but each one of us is tempted when he's drawn away by his own lust and enticed. And lust, when it's conceived, bears sin, and sin, when it's full grown, produces death. And this is just, just a, a funny little story. I'm currently reading aloud a uh, little house, uh, Plum Creek, to my youngest daughter. And uh, little Laura Ingalls, she, Pa told her not to go to, you know, the swimming hole. And she's like, but he didn't say I couldn't look at it. You know? <laughs> It's that stuff. Well, he didn't say that I couldn't walk over here. And, and so it was just this neat moment with my daughter. I was like, this is, this is what, you know, James is talking about here when he says, you know, we're tempted and we're drawn away by our own lust. It's just going back to Genesis. It's just that one little step, like in the wrong direction. And then it gets easier and easier to, uh, you know, and right here it says you know it gives yeah. gives birth to death and and for Laura Ingalls in that story it could have meant that she drowned in the pool and and certainly for Eve it means that she ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and you know yeah and <laughs> now we have death <laughs> <laughs> so um 
so yeah, it was just, you know, my homeschooling and my, my Bible study overlapping there. And then we, we go down to, to, to verse 22. And, and so, um, you know, my, my big takeaway from, from James is always, you know, the be doers of the word, not, not only hearers, because a doer, uh, a doer of the work, this man is blessed in what he does. Skip down to verse 27, and it says, you know, what is, what is pure religion? And, you know, it's to visit the fatherless and the widows in their affliction and to keep oneself unstained by the world. And to me, spent some time this week studying it and, and it being one of my favorite books and one of my favorite verses is being doers and showing your, our faith by our works. Um, you know, there's just such overlap in the scripture that just God seeks. It's he, want, he wants us to, to seek justice, to relieve the oppressed, to defend the fatherless, to plead for the widow. And that's what James is saying here. And Isaiah right. said it before. So I see James is just uh, taking, taking the scripture. You know, Jesus says in, in Matthew 22, you know, what, what are the, the commandments you know, and that, 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 that all the law and the prophets hang on and they're love the Lord, your God with all your, uh, your heart, your soul, and your mind. And then Paul says it again in Galatians five fourteen. you know, love your neighbor as yourself. And, uh, and then again, Jesus says in, in Matthew, you know, he's talking to the Pharisees that they're straining out gnats out of what they drink. But he says, you do these small things, but you've neglected the more important things. Um, at the matters of the law, which is justice, mercy, and faithfulness. Yeah. And so James is just like wrapping it all up here and, and at the end of chapter one and then into chapter two, where he says, you know, show me your faith by what you do. In chapter one, verse 25, James calls it the, the perfect law of freedom. In chapter two, verse eight, he calls it the royal law. And so just all these, these scriptures coming together that, you know, Paul tells us that the law is holy, righteous, and good. Jesus says in John 14, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And so we just, we see that keeping the commandments is loving the Lord our God with all our heart and our mind and our soul and our strength, doing the things of, of justice and mercy. Tanya, thank you for being with us here today and for such a wonderful discussion over these two chapters. If you could sum it all up, what would our big takeaway be for James chapters one and two? Our faith and our trust overflow out of us into action and obedience. Amen. And with that, I will close us in prayer. Lord, we praise you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you, Lord, for the word today. Holy Spirit, thank you already for revealing in us the areas in which we need to grow. Continue to empower us to be women of faith, that our actions would exhibit our faith, not just our words. Father, thank you for Tanya's willingness and obedience to share what you laid on her heart with us today. Continue to prosper her in her pursuit of you. And Lord, we praise you for all you are, all you've done, and will continue to do in each of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. If you are a girlfriend who is listening today and would like to dedicate your life to the Lord, I would like to take this moment to walk you through this very simple 
but yet powerful prayer. All you need to do is repeat after me. Lord, I admit that I'm a sinner. I believe that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross for my sins. I believe it in my heart and I will confess it with my mouth that you are Lord. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. If you just prayed this prayer, I want to encourage you to tell someone that today is the day you receive Jesus as your savior and you now have eternal life. I also want you to know that all of heaven is rejoicing over you along with myself and all the girlfriends listening to this podcast. As they say, that's a wrap. Well, at least until next week. But remember, ladies, to take some time to connect with the word and with your girlfriends.